Well, welcome to episode 28 of our Learners for Life podcast. I'm back. Um, I was being a bit silly and out of <laughs> out of um, the action last week uh, with Kim and Sarah, but I'm here with Sarah again for our podcast, and we're, today we're just going to have a little bit of a chat about um, how things are going in Philippians. I think... Um, yeah, I think this is a letter that has been of great encouragement to me. How's mm. it been for you, Sarah? I think um, I just love it. It's been yeah. so encouraging and so amazing to get just deep into it and really think, what's it talking about? I love all those references to joy mm-hmm. that we see throughout the letter of Philippians. And I think it's just been great to reflect on that um, and to just be looking towards Jesus. It's all yep. about Jesus and about the joy that knowing Jesus brings and that just can't fail to be encouraging. Yeah, yeah. The um, I find it interesting, isn't it, when he opens that um, well, the section we're going to be looking at on Sunday, actually. Mm. Rejoice in the Lord. Now, I've got the exclamation mark. It wouldn't have been there in the original, but you, you kind of get that sense of... Um, if, I'm, if you're going to remember one thing from this letter, he really wants them to rejoice. Yeah, and know. in fact, the word joy is repeated yeah. more times than at any other point yeah. in the whole Bible in yeah. Philippians. Which is quite quite amazing. Mm. And, and then, he, you know, there's no trouble for me to write the same things to you again. It's a safeguard for you. Um, what do you think, Sarah, is the mm. kind of, um, in your life, I guess, barriers to joy? Um and joyfulness, I guess. I think um, it's so easy to be distracted and I think that's the other thing that we see in Philippians, that idea about pressing on mm-hmm. towards the goal. And I think it's so easy to look away from all the things that Jesus actually does and yes. is and it's so easy to just get caught up in the rest of the world and in the things that the world pushes that I think that pulls you away from the joy of knowing mm. deep down in my soul that Jesus is it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just insidious. Mm, mm, you know, mm. I don't even know if there's one thing that pulls me away. I think it's just getting trapped into what's happening in my day. What does my calendar look like? What do I have to do? Where do I have to be? Who do I need to talk to what's happening Mm. um, and all too easily all of those things crowd in and make it really hard to be a person who is absolutely certain of that joy and to reflect that to other people. Um, I know when I am doing that and I think it's got to do with keeping in step with the spirit. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, I know when I'm doing what God has called me to do Mm -hmm. because I know that deep sense of joy even if I'm doing something hard mm-hmm. or even if I'm doing something that I don't particularly want to do yeah. um, but I know that it's what God wants me to do and that is that joy Yeah. that he speaks of I don't think Paul's got any illusion about joy being the same as being happy mm-hmm. um, I think happiness is pretty fleeting yep. and not something to build your life on yeah. um, and very unreliable mm-hmm. But joy is that ability to see Jesus for who he is mm. in, in every circumstance yeah. in our lives. Yeah. What do you, I mean, 
would change say you're mm. quite an optimistic person <laughs> by nature. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you reckon? We, I, mean, I don't know the answer to this because it would mm. be interesting. What do, what do we think is the, uh, the difference between joy and just being an optimistic person in life, like chin up kind of yeah. see the positive? Yeah, yeah. That's such a good question. Um, I don't know if I know the answer to that. Um, I think to some extent optimism um, can only get you so far because, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's always going to be things that are very hard to see yeah. any kind of positive side in without being able to entrust that portion of your life or that portion of events yeah. to God's big and good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I suspect that that, contentment and joy are so closely linked um, that it's only by knowing that God's in control yeah whereas I think optimism is more obviously it's more of a personality trait or more of a leaning towards you're preferencing the positive you're preferencing over the or choosing to be positive I don't think joy is that shallow yeah. I think joy means that you actually know for mm. sure and for yeah. certain what that goal is that we're pressing on towards. Yeah. And it's actually got nothing to do with our circumstance. Yeah. It's got to do with Jesus and it's got to do with where we're headed. Yeah. Which I don't is, know if that's a good answer. No, well, it's a good I mean, so I think it's, it's exactly in line with what we're looking at in this passage where, you know, um, uh, Paul talks about pressing on, uh, you know, in verse uh, 12 and 13. Uh, 14 of this chapter we're looking at press on towards the goal to win the prize for which Christ God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus um, which I think is a is kind of a I don't know if there's a sense of um, you know, someone was telling me someone who, who wasn't particularly into running mm. as an exit they sort of said I don't know if this is a famous quote they sort of said as soon as I see someone a runner smiling I'll consider doing it you know <laughs> Um, you know, because you never see runners. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, you, runners. Rich Houston might be the exception to the rule. <laughs> but uh, the, that, that sense of the kind of race that we have is a race with um, – we're pressing on with joy. Now, that doesn't you – know, obviously, it doesn't mean we're smiling in that literal sense, but there's a sense in which there's a certainty of the outcome, yeah. isn't there? Absolutely. And I guess if I think about the times in my life where there has been such uncertainty mm-hmm. about the outcome, mm-hmm. I know some people have heard me talk before about the time when Emily and Charlotte mm-hmm. were born um, with such significant medical yeah. difficulties. But when I look back now at that time in my life, it was filled with joy. Yeah. And there was absolutely nothing certain. Mm. I would not have said at the time that I felt optimistic or happy yep. or yep. any of those things but yep. I certainly knew the joy of knowing Jesus at that time and the joy of being in fellowship with other people who joined with us mm-hmm. to pray and I think that's where that line comes that difference between what is just that outlook on life versus yeah. what is true and what is real and I think that's what joy is mm. even in the depths of despair mm. Yeah, you know you can know that. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we um, uh, just stay there for a second? Mm. In that, I'm interested. 
also often, well, often when I've preached on joy or I've led a talk on joy, I've spent so many times saying, you know, it's not happiness, it's not this and that, and you end up kind of feeling like the overall message is quite morbid, like mm. even though you're supposed to be joyful. About joyful. <laughs> what what do we think? What is the joy of knowing Jesus? So what is we, we can say it, mm. but why is there? Sit in that. Sit mm. in that for a second. Mm. So, what what is that joy? Um, you know, what is the, what do we think the Bible teaches us about where that? You know, we know that there is joy in the law, but you know, are they empty words, or are they kind of is that just an idiom that we just do a little sort of a little expression? Yeah. And I think I think we'll get to it when we get to Philippians four. But I mm-hmm. think that idea that the Lord is near. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that a good thing? Why is it a good thing to have the Lord? I'm not playing devil's advocate because that does not make sense when you look at the bowl. But um, do you know what I mean? Why is that? Let's tease that out Because I think that really sets it apart from what is happening in our circumstances, what is happening in our emotions, what is happening in our day-to-day. That knowing that the Lord is near is such deep assurance. It Mm. actually touches our soul more than anything else can and I think it helps us to make decisions and to be able to be faithful Mm -hmm. to what God has called us to do because he's right with us but what about um, again I'm just pushing on that a bit so the Lord is near is a good thing we wouldn't say that about certain people no Um, what is it about God the is. Lord that is why is that a good thing what are we, what is it what is his character what is mm. what are we um yeah what is it about Jesus that his nearness is a good is beautiful a good thing? thing yeah and I think that's where we really need to look at what of those things of God mm-hmm. you know he's our creator he knows us better than mm-hmm. anybody else Jesus is Lord of all heaven and all earth yeah and you know what a privilege yeah. to have that type of relationship where you can say you are near to me, yeah. and that you're not going to leave me mm. um, when things are going however they're going for yeah. that particular day or week or month or year. Um, to know that faithfulness and steadfastness yeah. of God, and that He does keep every promise that He makes. Yeah, yeah. It means that we aren't by ourselves it Mm. means that we are yeah you know in complete communication and um that a complete ability to be able to tap into the strength that's not our own strength that's my feeling i don't know if you've got other thoughts yeah no i just think it's i i i i think it's something that i feel like when i'm feeling uh, a lack of joy Mm. Uh, that I can tell myself these verses, I rejoice in the Lord, mm. and I think I need to do more. Again, whether it's meditation in the sense of um, not the not the superstitious type, but in terms of just space and headspace. Mm. But one of the beautiful things about, particularly when you look at the New Testament, is seeing the Gospels written, like four biographies of Jesus' life, followed by these letters to letters. the churches. And I think what's what you know brings a tear to your eye in a way is when you think the Lord is near um, okay 
who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Well, let's let's take a couple of let's go to the uh, the 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 woman who'd been leaving for 12 years. Let's go mm. to Jairus' daughter. Let's go to, um, you know, um, the, calm, the, the the Jesus with the storm, you know, um, mm. almost getting that real sense, okay, we've been given these four gospel accounts to look at the life of Jesus up close, for one of his personality, if that's the right, but his mm. character, mm. not just um, the... Um, the attributes that we know, but we, and I think for me, when I, you know, couple these kind of the rejoice the Lord is near, coupled with what I know from the gospel or the biography, that's just a, then it becomes very personal. Um, uh, there's that um, story that uh, there's a movie, a children's the children's book, which made a movie I remember watching growing up. Um, you know, the, the railway children. Oh, yeah. You know that beautiful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. And um, I don't think I read the book. I think I watched the BBC thing. But what what's so moving about that is it it, it, the, the, it sets the the story is set up with the dad mm. um, taken away wrongfully. But you don't really see him very much in the movie. In the movie. But the whole movie um, is based on the premise of his the dad's goodness, uh, and mm. and you know. And how emotional it is when he gets off the tree, he's released, released and, and yeah. he comes back and there's that reunion and it's sort of, I almost feel like, you know, the dad is near, you know, the, the, mm. Lord, is the near. Lord is near. And I feel like if you were to say to those children, you know, it's okay, we're, you know, we're poor, but dad's going to be here and, you know, I almost feel like that's, that's what is, um, where the joy is, uh, we can't forget with Jesus, um, we can take that real joy in the hardships of life mm. rather than just being optimistic or it's not a mindset it's actually a relational joy yeah. um, that I think um, yeah particularly in this time when people are feeling up and down about things but um, and I mean we see it back in Philippians 2 in the poem that beautiful mm. poem about who Jesus is is that he, he poured himself out he made himself yeah. nothing for us yeah and that's the kind of God who we have a relationship with. Yeah. The kind of God who would go to any lengths to bring us back to him. Yeah. And that's deep yeah. contentment and deep joy to yeah. know that that is the length to which he would go. Yeah. Now, yeah. moving quickly on <laughs> to a quick plug. Yeah. You may have noticed there's a few more podcasts in yes, the podcast this not, week. They're not canon, canon like if you think of um, Star Wars or something. They, oh, they, right. these, these Learners for Life podcasts with you and I, they're the, mm. they're the official things. They're the official. Great, but we've stuck it. in. <laughs> <laughs> Some more podcasts. Snuck, snuck in daily reading. Daily so reading. Devotions. But so, hang on, how mm, am I going to read it mm, on a podcast? Yeah, that's right. Well, um, so what basically... It's a bit of an experiment. Um, I know people learn people learn in different ways, and also people's time is, you know, in the car or whatever. Mm. So we're, what we're going to try for the next little while is to video the daily devotions in addition to writing the text out, the video them, and they'll be on YouTube and Facebook, um, as well as uh, the audio will be available on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um now we'll see how sustainable that is. Uh, you know, I don't want to commit to something that I can't keep. With. I haven't got a good YouTube, <laughs> but um, 
but anyway. it's just a different way of being able to tap in yeah. to those daily readings yeah. and to be able to be reading the passage that we're looking at yeah. that week in the Sunday service, yeah. um, you know, in advance so that we've had some time to That's right. be thinking about it beforehand. Yeah. And if you're a... If you like listening, if you prefer watching, yeah. then that's a bit might be a different way to be able to access some of those yeah. readings together. Absolutely, and I just as worth saying, and I don't know if we said this before, but uh, for those not if you're listening to this particular podcast and you're feeling like you're waiting every week for the link for the podcast, uh, that's fine. I'll try to keep doing that, but in your podcast player, um, whether it's Apple or whatever you'll have an option to subscribe to the podcast and if, if there's an app on your phone or something you should get the notification every time there's a new uh, episode, episode and yeah. so you won't have to you, you'll see them pop up and you can do that on the youtube channel as well actually we'll be keen to get a few more people subscribed to our youtube channel not for any other reason as it allows us to do a little bit more um with the channel itself the more subscribers that you, you have that YouTube reckons that's legit. So, uh, Bob and Head Anglican Church, you can go and subscribe to that. Um, but yeah, we've been way over time now 17 minutes. Well, Whoa. okay, there you go. We're almost at our own record. I know. That's right. <laughs> well, right. why don't we finish up there? Sounds good to me. And we will be back next week. Awesome. Cool. Bye. See ya.